Faith, Hope and Love, episode 193, the third Sunday of Advent, year A. This weekend is also known as Gaudete Sunday, which means in Latin, rejoice. We're still in waiting and preparation for the arrival of the Lord. His coming is even nearer and our hearts at this time are lifted in joy and expectation because the Lord is near. The following hymn words inspire me in this joy and hope. Wait when the seed is planted. Wait for the rain to fall. Wait for the restless green sprout. Wait while the plant grows tall. Wait for the coming Saviour, wait through the heart's slow race, wait for the kingdom's dawning, wait till we see his face. Hope when the sun is setting, hope through the dark of night, hope though the moon is waning, hope as we long for light, hope for the coming Saviour, hope through the heart's slow race, hope for the kingdom's dawning, hope till we see his face. Trust in the new spring's promise. Trust through the summer's heat. Trust in the dying autumn. Trust through the winter sleet. Trust in the coming Saviour. Trust in the heart's slow race. Trust in the kingdom's dawning. Trust till we see his face. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Rejoice in the Lord always, again I say rejoice, indeed the Lord is near. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, may God's spirit of wisdom and understanding abide with you. We continue on our Advent journey. We now light the third Advent candle, the Shepherd's Candle, reminding us of the joy the world experienced at the coming birth of Christ. O Lord and Leader of Israel, come and save us with your mighty power. Lord, have mercy. O Stock of Jesse, Come to deliver us without delay. Christ, have mercy. O key of David and scepter of Israel, come to free those who sit in the valley and shadow of death. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who see how your people faithfully await the feast of the Lord's Nativity, 
Enable us, we pray, to attain the joys of so great a salvation and to celebrate them always with solemn worship and glad rejoicing. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Chapter 35, verses 1 to 6 and 10. The wilderness and the dry land shall be glad. The desert shall rejoice and blossom. Like the crocus it shall blossom abundantly and rejoice with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given to it, the majesty of Carmel and Sharon. They shall see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who are of fearful heart, Be strong, do not fear. Here is your God. He will come with vengeance, with terrible recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute shall sing for joy. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return, and come to Zion with singing. Everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. The Word of the Lord Lord, come and save us. It is the Lord who keeps faith for ever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is God who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free. It is the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just, but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign for ever, Zion's God from age to age. Lord, come and save us. A reading from the letter of St. James, chapter 5, verses 7 to 10. Be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. Brothers and sisters, do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. See, the judge is standing at the doors. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to bring good news to the poor. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. 
A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples, who said to Jesus, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offence at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord The letter from St. James, our second reading this weekend, has the beautiful image of patience, being like a farmer planting and tending to their crop. The crop grows in its own time. It cannot be hurried. Well, perhaps a little bit of encouragement by the right amount of watering, the correct soil and fertiliser, but still, in the end, it grows of its own accord and in its own rate. The seasons, the times and conditions affect it greatly. We do the work we can, but then we have to wait for as long as it takes and be ready to get to work when the time for harvest eventually does come. This image is rather poignant at the moment because in so many areas in Australia it's terribly drought-stricken. Farmers and communities across the nation are really suffering due to the many effects of a prolonged and severe drought. Added to this, many areas have been battling huge bushfires and destruction. Our Lord was very familiar with images of the land and of farming and other images like it. His heart is surely with those who are doing it very tough, and he would certainly want our hearts and our practical actions to be with those communities too. The preaching and message style of John the Baptist is so different from that of our Lord's. John preached God's imminent judgment and uprooting, and then our Lord comes along proclaiming a time of God's favour, inclusion and mercy. Even John had to ask, are you the one who is to come, or ought we to wait for another? But actually both visions of God's Messiah or King are found in different parts of the Holy Scriptures. There was a bit of varying vision going on. Jesus was clearly fulfilling the image of the Lord's Anointed One in Isaiah 35, 5-6. The blind shall see, the lame shall walk, the deaf shall hear whereas St. John seemed to be focusing on passages like Psalm 17, also known as Psalm 18 in the Catholic numbering system, 
especially verses 39 to 40. You armed me with the strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. The warrior king. The Lord, in beautiful humility, answered the question of John without boasting, but simply referring to the evidence of the truth of what people see around him. The Lord is indeed the King, the Messiah, and he is ushering in God's kingdom with his gospel. The gospel is proclaimed to the poor by way of concrete action, by giving life to others, practically assisting the poor, helping the injured, the suffering, the blind, the lame. The kingdom and all who belong to it will primarily proclaim the kingdom by their practical actions, bringing peace, compassion, mercy and love to others. Even though John's message was challenging, John the Baptist must have been an extremely likeable and charismatic figure. We're even told that King Herod, who imprisoned him for his outspoken criticism of him, nevertheless liked John the Baptist and was enthralled to hear him and loved to listen to what John had to teach and say, even though it was challenging. Our Lord is truly the Messiah, but he wants us to let go of expectations of him and his kingdom that are more about earthly power, rather than God's mysterious and gracious ways. At many times, us humans must really try the patience of God. Here comes the Messiah, and some people say to him, you're not doing and saying what we expect the Messiah to do and say. So we're not sure if you fit the bill. Our Lord, with infinite patience and grace, replies, in effect, to all who hesitate, I am indeed the Messiah. Now, let me show you who the Messiah is and what he does. Let me show you just what the kingdom of God and its values are really like. Put aside your presuppositions about how you think things should be, and now let me show you how they really are. Sadly, many who spent their lives and careers building their world according to their own self-serving vision were not prepared to receive this challenging shift towards God's ways of seeing and acting. To his credit, John the Baptist and countless followers of the Lord after him did indeed open their minds and hearts to Christ's message. Of course, if God wants to save us by mercy and grace instead of by judgment and vengeance, so be it. Who are we to question Christ? Surely God knows best. The qualities of the disciple of Christ are the qualities of God's kingdom, which must be about giving justice to those who are burdened, compassion to those in need, helping the poor and needy in real and practical ways. The kingdom is about sheltering and including the stranger, the outsider, and showing real mercy, patience, respect and care. Showing true care, compassion and active assistance. All who follow Christ are urged to be patient, diligent and open. In the meantime, we're called to live and practice the values of God's kingdom. Patience, reverence hope, service, and all in harmony, 
avoiding complaining about one another and not getting caught up in factions or rivalries or particular disputes. Waiting and working for the coming of the Lord who is coming to save us. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his only Son our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Rejoice in the glory of God. Let us offer our prayers in faith. For the bishops of the church, that like the prophets they may speak in the name of the Lord and challenge us with the ways of Christ. Lord, hear us. For the people of all nations, that like John they will let Christ grow in their lives. Lord, hear us. For those who are worried or anxious, that they will know it is the Lord who gives them courage. Lord, hear us. We pray for those affected by drought and also from fire, that the Lord will save us and give us life-giving and renewing rain to all the areas in need. Lord, hear us. For this community, that we will recognise Christ in each other. Lord, hear us for all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, strength, peace and courage. Lord, hear us. For the dead, that they will be raised to eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Gracious God, be pleased to grant our requests, which we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. May the sacrifice of our worship, Lord, we pray, be offered to you unceasingly, to complete what was begun in sacred mystery and powerfully accomplish for us your saving work. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For all the oracles of the prophets foretold him, the Virgin Mother longed for him with love beyond all telling. John the Baptist sang of his coming and proclaimed his presence when he came. 
It is by his gift that already we rejoice at the mystery of his nativity, so that he may find us watchful in prayer and exultant in his praise. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. Say to the faint of heart, Be strong and do not fear. Behold, our God will come, And he will save us. Let us pray. We implore your mercy, Lord, That this divine sustenance May cleanse us of our faults, and prepare us for the coming feasts. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Heartfelt thanks to you all for uniting in prayer and reflecting upon God's goodness and care for us all. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel, that mourns in lonely exile here, until the Son of God appear. Rejoins, rejoins, Emmanuel shall come to you, O Israel.